0: Oh, just now? Just now. Okay. So it's so weird. I get like weirdly nervous, even though it's just me and you sitting down having a conversation.
1: No one's ever going to listen to anything we have to say. (laughs) That's okay.
0: That's fine. I mean, what are we even doing here? I think maybe that's what we're trying to figure out, right? So technically, this is episode three.
1: Episode three. Last episode was in January.
0: Yeah, well, what I was going to say is this is episode three of a completely incoherent, inconsistent podcast thus far, which I think is kind of... No, I was going to say something and it was going to make us sound bad, but maybe a bit reflective of how we are, that we are a little bit scatterbrained and we're here, there and everywhere all at once trying I to got do everything. Shit to do, man. Yeah. i
1: got shit to do.
0: Um, and as do I, and we love doing stuff, uh, and we also don't love self-promoting, but uh, I think some other people might like to hear what we do with our time, maybe.
1: Yeah. Why are we so busy? What is this said shit we have to be doing all the time?
0: Okay, so if the last episode, which was technically my first episode, um, was in January, I yeah. guess we could start off by figuring out what has happened between January wait, and wait, June, wait,
1: wait, you you remember what you did in January?
0: No, because <laughs> I have no, no idea. I have no idea. Um, I mean, January here where we live is just sort of the depths of it's dark, dark, all the time. dark, dark winter. And it's cold. So I imagine I was teaching, and we were here relatively little because we had no water because it was frozen. Yeah,
1: and then we paid a small fortune in electricity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's but January. my point was maybe more that some rather significant things have happened since January hmm. or one in particular being
1: what, you, you I just <laughs> told you I don't remember what happened <laughs> you I have don't, no idea you don't
0: remember <laughs> where what we were doing in January or where we were in January versus now
1: way to put me on the spot why don't you just tell me <laughs>
0: You don't you're remember. Killing, killing you don't remember. Here. You don't remember the part where we we purchased a farm after about ten Wait, years you did of what? talking. You did what? <laughs> you have yeah. a
1: farm and you didn't tell me about it. <laughs> Jesus.
0: So I think at that time we probably knew we were going to purchase it, but we were not saying anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I actually now it's true. I don't really remember either. I'm not really sure when that became official, but we only moved there um about a month ago it
1: was may right end of may beginning of may
0: Mm, we got the keys the first of may and we were Mm. finished moving mid-may and now it's mid-june so we've been there sort of six months but really a month um
1: so we're farmers now so
0: We we got a farm uh that's very exciting and is both relevant and irrelevant to this podcast, which will mainly be about Ramboo, where our, we have our studio. It's relevant in the sense that... Um...
1: <laughs> we now have a second giant project to eat up all our time, <laughs> which is fun. It's yeah, good time.
0: I was gonna avoid saying that, but that's very true. But uh, the other part of it being relevant is that with the idea of establishing an artist residency here which we have been working on for quite some time
1: that's sort of the main main goal which
0: is our main goal and has always been our main goal and initially I think maybe we talked about this in our other podcast which I will reference in a minute but um, initially our dream was to buy a farm one day and have a residency based on our farm and a studios shared studios based on our farm and then it kind of happened the other way around in the sense that we got access to this Big, beautiful building, which we talked about in episode two and started studios here and are now currently trying to establish a residency in a neighboring house. Uh, And so then we got our farm afterwards. So I guess the way in which the farm is relevant to this is that it will be uh, hopefully used and visited by future guest artists.
1: Yeah, because we're certainly going to have studios there, too. We have this barn with nothing in it.
0: We have a very large barn. Yeah. So you
1: got to put something there.
0: And as my paintings are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, all I can imagine is just making these like colossal paintings. We have those barn. massive
1: doors though up on the hayloft.
0: Mm-hmm. You can fit,
1: yeah, probably three meters tall. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You can easily fit. fit you think few. they're three meters tall? I think they're three wow. meters tall. Like if you if you stand up on the bridge there and look up, they're like massive.
0: Yeah, that is true.
1: You can drive a tractor in there.
0: Well, yes, that's a very good point. Yeah. Think of the size of the artworks you can tractor-sized art. Tractor art. Ooh, uh, merging that. the two worlds. Merging the two worlds.
1: That's dangerous. Oof.
0: How so? In, in dangerous and an exciting. As in, we might
1: actually have to do it now.
0: <laughs>
1: Tractors are expensive. Man. I mean, I've, I've looked.
0: Yeah. They are Everywhere. pricey. I don't even need to look to know.
1: I uh, know uh, you don't want to know tractors, man.
0: So we bought a farm since we last talked um, and um, you started a new Well, I have full time
1: employment now, which was a mistake. Well, full
0: time, full time for
1: (laughs) just for the summer, though, it's fine. And you love it. So it
0: was not a mistake.
1: No, no, I'm joking. I work for the museum. I went and made an exhibition today. They were so happy, so chuffed with their exhibition. It was great.
0: But the main job that you're doing.
1: I'm restoring a water powered sawmill.
0: That's not a sentence you hear every day. And that's very cool.
1: Yeah. I think it's mad. It's actually pretty cool.
0: It sounds amazing. I haven't been, but I'm hoping that I uh, get to tag along one of these days.
1: Uh, We can talk about that later. When I've actually done it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Baby steps. <laughs> so that's happening, and um, in my world, I found out recently, last week, week before, that I'm going to be starting a masters in master's fine, art. fine
1: art in Trondheim. In Trondheim, three hours north up if you drive like we drive slowly. <laughs> yeah. Drive fast, it might be two hours. hours. People say two,
0: two and a half, and we're like, yeah, not if you learned mm, to drive when no. you were like twenty yeah. five, and you're really scared. <laughs> It's a good way to get yourself killed, Yeah, zipping around. So on top of this Ramboo giant project starting a residency, the farm giant project starting a residency, I'm also going to now be spending my time between here and Trondheim for the next two years.
1: Just work full time. It's no big deal.
0: It's OK. We yeah. we juggle. We're, we're really good at juggling, not the actual Trevor Gear style juggling, clown no. kind of juggling. But um, juggling a lot of different things.
1: Multitasking, I think is the the phrase.
0: Yes, multitasking, which I have considered should be its own episode uh, in terms of living the kind of freelance creative uh, Mm -hmm. life, how we deal with that, how other people deal with it, or um, we can call it
1: being your own boss. Is it all it's cracked up to be?
0: There you go, episode <laughs> title right there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but uh, we really want to talk about this residency, though. Yeah, like, what are we trying to do? So y- you s- had, what's what's dugnad in English?
0: Dugnad is, here's a fun fact, one of those non-translatable Norwegian
1: Me- words. Yeah, it means communal work. To so, English, yeah, that is. Yeah. But it has immense power over, the, over like the Norwegian psyche. If you say the word dugnod, everyone's... Dun, dun, dun. They all perk up. It's like, is how you can trick people into doing stuff. For um, you. Just, yeah. just call it dugnod. And it, they have to do it.
0: Yeah. So it's usually... Yeah, it's cl- cleaning up is usually in one form or the other. The like core yeah. concept of dugnod is... painting or something. Yeah, yeah. But it's getting together voluntarily and working towards a shared goal of cleaning something or painting something or just generally doing something together.
1: So you use the magic magic word? I pulled you... out yeah.
0: the dugnod not card. <laughs> yeah, and it worked, um, they showed up. I can't claim that as my idea. It was being tossed, an idea being tossed around for a while by several people, but we um, had a dugnod in the garden of the neighboring house, not right next door of the other one. It's essentially which, down the street, um, yeah. is where, we are going to be able to put up artists in the future when they come for periods to work here. Um, and the idea being that the, the actual restoration work on that house was initially supposed to start last spring um, and for obvious reasons as with everything else in the world at the time it got delayed because of the pandemic um, but then it kind of got delayed more and more and more to the point that the initial money which had been uh, granted to the restoration work, what came into question again? as Well, to- it
1: wasn't really so much that as the technical department had done a poor job estimating it, and they realized they needed more money than they actually initially thought. So they had to increase the budget, and that's why it got uh, reevaluated in 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 the the local government there. Mm-hmm. But they passed it again. They they still want to do it. But it's sort of up to the technical department and the council at this point to actually get the workers in there.
0: Yeah. So I guess the fact that it passed twice, you know, it was voted twice that this was something that should be...
1: Because it's an awesome idea, yeah, man. Yeah. That, so
0: that's basically what we're here to say today is this this idea of this residency that we keep talking about. It lives. The idea lives. The project will happen. It's taking... A lot more time than we had hoped and anticipated, but um, we got together, as I said, some of us recently and started cleaning up the garden of this house just to kind of, I mean, I guess.
1: Well, just to get something started, right? Feel just, like yeah. we were
0: doing something, yeah. It's
1: great over there now. I mm. just got to straighten up the foundation and, you know
0: yeah now there's just qu- some quite large other things that have to happen with the better pattern um it felt like another step towards uh having the place ready, and that was very exciting um and
1: well, the dudes from the technical department did show up, and s- some of them had some good news,
0: yeah, yeah, suddenly they were all about us or not suddenly, but yeah, it was um it was good to see or feel like things were happening um and I hope that if we don't manage to record episode four for another six months or however long it has been, hopefully by then uh, a lot a lot more will have happened.
1: At least uh, start work on the foundation, you know, mm-hmm. get that straightened out.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of the status on that. Um, and then I guess we should maybe do a little debrief on what we've been working on ourselves here in Rambo, because that's essentially the initial like establishing of this place as our studio was the hope that we would kind of be here working as artists mainly and that kind of happens in waves depending on what else is going on but uh, now we have a shared goal common goal of working towards an exhibition in the summer
1: yeah exhibition coming up real soon about a month from now Real soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's don't. Be don't. <laughs> I can see you giving me
0: those eyes, and I'm like, I know. We need to get more stuff Go done. Go back
1: to the painting gulag.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I am unsurprisingly, for anyone that knows me, working on paintings because that is what I love the most. Um, I'm also actually casting some stuff in epoxy resin, so I am doing a few different things and doing some mono printing.
1: That's interesting. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um. I'm working on some one by one and a half meter canvases, which are some of the largest I've worked on they're pretty and massive I'm, yeah and I'm doing like more up close zoomed in um reference pictures I'm using, so it's kind of like really blowing stuff up, yeah, so macro images macro images yeah, yeah. um. But you are making some weird and wonderful stuff that I feel like even I need to uh, find out a little bit more about okay. these um, things.
1: Well, I I do have some paintings as well.
0: Yes, this is true. Yeah.
1: But the other stuff is maybe what's more interesting. Uh, it's all sort of based around I built a, a 3D printer, a Cartesian 3D printer, a, sort of a knockoff of the Prusa. And I, from that i'm now making a cnc machine uh, for a router mill so you can route out in wood and metal and such things but the the one i'm actually going to show at this uh, this exhibition is a, a drawing platter wall mounted bipolar drawing platter 3d printed obviously
0: okay yeah. that was a lot of Nerd speak, if I'm allowed to say that. I get it because I'm here around you and asking. A it's a robot questions.
1: that draws pictures for you so you can make make art while you're sleeping or at work or, you know, you just remote in on your phone and, and just tell it to draw me a picture and it'll be like, yes, this,
0: okay. this is my only purpose in life. Now I have like a thousand follow up questions, but I'm going to I'm yeah. going to cut it down to two.
1: You got two. I got two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, number one, how, oh, how do I say this without like adding another bunch of side questions? I'll take your time. How do you tell it what to draw? I guess. That's, okay. That's with
1: that. So how would you tell it what to draw? This is a question. Yeah. So, so how does it know what drawing is?
0: Oh, that's an even deeper question, though.
1: So you can be like, draw me. It's like, I, what? Yeah. Uh, well, OK, so it's um, essentially. A l- it's like a third of a 3D printer. It's got two separate motors that okay. drive uh, the X and Y. Right? Yeah, so, so that's what yeah. I was going
0: to ask. It's an X, Y axis yeah. concept. And yeah. there's
1: one uh, servo motor that that will just that can kind of lift the the pen off the paper so it could travel without drawing.
0: Oh my god! I think I have always imagined that it was drawing in a continue that it was like contour drawing in a you, continuous line.
1: But you, you, I mean, it's important to have the option to to move without drawing. Oh my god! Of course
0: right. it is. Yeah, cool.
1: So because it's like, it, it, I mean, it's the hardware of a three D printer. So the control board is the ramps uh, 1.4, which is the same that you'll find in Prusas and Cartesian's um it can drive up to i think it's five uh, five step remoters, maybe more i'm sure there's a way to make it do more but i only need two and the way you communicate to a 3d printer is uh well i'm using marlin this the the firmware marlin and it, it has a specific uh, flavor of g-code which is a, a coordinate system so you know back in algebra class when you but you have, I've planned. blocked all that. Else. Okay. So no, no, I'll continue. Uh, ma- I imagine think. you have two axes. Yes. One vertical, one horizontal. Yeah,
0: this I guess. X and Y, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So
1: you can travel up and down on, on the Y axis and back and forth on the X axis. And you can give it coordinates that are Y equals 5, X equals 3. And that's a point o- o- on this. You can graph this point. Yep. And then you can have decimals and etc., And you can sort of make it travel from one coordinate to another coordinate. I think you can also introduce Boolean uh, curved lines.
0: So a gradual yeah. change.
1: But I think it's it's more confident in, in uh, doing straight lines. Mm-hmm. So there's a software that you can input images into that will change them into G-code.
0: Sorry, I just I missed the last thing you said, but just because I saw these collaboration opportunities happening in my mind because you know Yeah, I've, because
1: it's dope. I know. This yeah, is why I built this Yeah, thing.
0: no, I mean like with me anew because of what I've been researching about how Fractals. Yeah, fractals, but mm-hmm. but on the flip side of fractal patterns that are naturally occurring in nature, how we as humans make things that are very geometrical and stuff. So this mm-hmm. this straight line business.
1: Where you can make Very the illusion different. of curved lines by using only straight lines. It's something I do. you know, yeah. you know how I make those drawings that are only straight lines, yes, but they're yes, only yes. organic forms. So yeah, there's stuff like that mm-hmm. where you sort of are making an oxymoron, so okay. to speak, like something that is but can't be. Don't don't do organic straight lines. Um. Yeah, yeah. um Next question. So, uh,
0: yeah, now I have like another question that's come up in the meantime, but I did say two. So I will maybe. Keep it at two. Tick to two because I think because I think my next question is maybe the one I'm more curious about, Mm -hmm. which doesn't have to do with the technical side of it. It has more to do with the art exhibition side of it. Yeah. So do you consider the machine the piece of work, the piece of artwork that you are displaying or is the machine? The drawing machine making drawings which are the artwork or is it both
1: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna, gonna go with both that's that's Ooh. my my that's my position because yeah it's a tool but without the tool you wouldn't have the work so i think as a part of the process it's integral to the process because it is the process like mm-hmm. right? these this machine this tool chain that you know you have the software and the hardware the machine Mm -hmm. that produces these things and you if you just exhibit the the work you're going to lose a lot of the context so I think it's important to incorporate yeah both of them into the exhibition so you can because if you just show the machine it would be like what the what's this for Mm -hmm. but if you have the machine making a drawing as well as examples of different types of drawings that the machine can make yeah then that opens the imagination
0: I know that's very cool I guess also I think for me I really like or for me it gains a lot of points that you've made the machine I think if someone if I went to an exhibition and someone was exhibiting drawings just the drawings of a drawing machine that they had not made I would question their role
1: yeah like that. how hard did you have to work for yeah
0: this? do you know what i mean whereas i think
1: or did you just throw money at the problem mm-hmm. you know because you can buy a platter they're extremely expensive this machine is about a hundred
0: dollars sorry i just realized that i need to r- r- go back to the first question this is not me trying this to is choose. a follow-up question <laughs> isn't <laughs> no, it no, i'm just or, trying to disguise it as part of the first there's a question comma you forgot well yeah, yeah okay, well yeah. no because i asked how it knows what did i even ask How does
1: it know what drawing is, or how does it know what to draw? Yeah, Yeah. okay,
0: yeah, okay. So my second, or this, maybe what I was thinking that you might answer in that though, is what's the source like?
1: So you're saying my answer sucked, or your question sucked? No, no, no. Yeah, but
0: no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying that I still don't know who's making the drawing. Like, so what do you? How much programming do you have to do?
1: Well, I mean, the Fair software to know, is is all open source, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, the hardware. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't invent this machine. No, I get that. Yeah, I mean, it, it is not exactly a replica of any other machine. It's a it's a combination of several with some you know duct tape involved, <laughs> and it, so the, n- no machine exactly like this exists. This is like the one wow. the way I, I think it's going to be. Marius read original? Yeah. Well, in a sense, it's deri- oh derivative but original. Um, but this is like my idea of how it's probably going to work the best because this is the first one I'm making, mm-hmm. so it might be a piece of
0: shit. <laughs> in which case, maybe we should delay releasing this podcast no, until after no, the exhibition.
1: it's gonna work. It has to work.
0: Okay, I yeah, I still, but I'm still confused as to like how are you making the drawing in a in a software program first?
1: I feed it an image.
0: Okay. Okay. So they are level. I tell how to interpret the
1: image. Okay. There's several different ways you can interpret images, but I mean, you can take a color image, separate the color channels. So like a screen print, CMYK, or like your newspaper is printed in in four, four layers, mm-hmm. and you get the full color gamut. Yeah. So you can feed it four different files and change the color of the tool, mm-hmm. and then make a color image, but it doesn't know it's drawing in color. No. It, okay. It's a monochrome mm-hmm. as far as it's concerned. So, I mean, it's up to you how you use the tool.
0: Yeah. So this is answering my question a little bit also then about like the level of knowledge required to be able to use one of these machines. So not just anybody could get, like acquire a drawing machine and then be able to m- make drawings and put them in a gallery and say it was art. You know what I mean? Do you know they what I mean? They can try. I mean, yeah, but I think it sounds like you need quite a lot of Well, you got build to
1: the, build the thing first. You well, know. most
0: people don't build things from scratch. This is why this is like a perfect example yeah. of you as an artist, because you are like very much a practical, technical person. So you will never purchase the thing, the tool required. You will almost always make the tool required to do the next step of the process. Well, you know,
1: it, it's a good question. It's a valid question. Like if you had a bunch of money to throw at the problem, yeah, you you could buy a plotter and you could hire a technician and you could just point at things mm-hmm. and just ha- make a show like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I'm doing.
0: No, I I get that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It's an important question or aspect for me, I guess, maybe just from a biased point of view, because I, everything I do is so manual, it's as manual as you can guess.
1: Um, Yeah, but then then if you break it down further, you know, okay, so now imagine you're a famous artist, you have a huge studio, are you going to hire help or not?
0: Yeah, I've always had a really big problem with that question. I've been, because we're both originally printmakers, that's obviously one of the main things that people...
1: You hire a printer.
0: You get people to do your proofs, yeah, to print your proofs or print your, what's it called? Yeah, because it takes a lot
1: of time, it takes time away from your, your ability to yeah to make more images but right? i
0: think i struggle with that idea
1: yeah in a way i mean it's, part, it's a very important part of the process but at a certain point i think you know you'd be like eh, maybe, maybe i just hire her. i like this person this person gets what i'm doing they can they can vouch for me they can speak for me mm. you'll, you'll allow that perhaps
0: a scenario i could see where i would do that is if the level of stress involved in producing all of my own stuff outweighed um, the relationship I had to the process, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Or if
1: it was destroying the like the joy of, of making. Yeah, if yeah. I
0: wasn't being able to, if I couldn't stay on top of things, like because I was in that much demand, yeah, right. But you know what I mean? If hey I man, going for that master's. This is in a hypothetical world, right? If I couldn't stay on top of things and I and I and I, and there was a certain demand that I produced stuff, I guess. You could justify over, yeah.
1: hiring help.
0: I think I, I thinking, I'm I think thinking again in terms of printmaking, like when I did a lot of multi-plate color etching, which was multiple copper plates, Um, like I really had to print them quite a few times before I like got to know the plates and got to know exactly how to wipe them in which way to like keep enough ink on that area and, and not, yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So th- there's a lot of finesse. But okay, yeah. so here we're in hypothetical land already. So yeah. l- let's imagine... You were in that position where you're like, man, I need some help getting these, these prints made. Yeah. And there was a robot that could do them exactly the way you wanted them.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Would Tell you use a robot? Or would it be like, robots aren't humans? It needs a human touch. But what if it was exactly the same? The result was exactly the same. Would you use a robot or would you hire the human?
0: Oh, my Lord. Um, are you
1: going to be a job creator? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it's not, I don't, no, I don't yeah. know.
0: I guess I have. Yeah. I, 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 there's, uh, there's a moral question in there. Yeah. Actually. But I think uh, morals aside, I morals think for aside. me, for me, it's like everything I do, or I feel like everything I do is very tactile and that's like part of the joy for me and part of the process, um, that I want to yeah, I spend my time doing and show to others is this kind of tactile thing. So having that then just sort of handed off, signed off to someone else feels, that's a strange concept for me. It feels very strange.
1: But at at, at a certain level, you know, you've accepted a certain level of automation already, like, are you going to weave your own canvas?
0: No, I've actually stopped gonna, even making my yeah, own canvas. You're going to buy
1: the canvas that's made in the factory. You're going to yeah. buy the paints that you know are going to work instead of trying to mix your own mm. pigments and stuff, which you can do, but you know it might backfire further down the line. You're going to get stable paints. You're going to get brushes that are factory produced. You're going to get the canvases, right? So yeah. you've accepted that level of the, the base material that you need for painting.
0: Mm-hmm. My God, you have just burst my ball right there
1: no but but like that that's how it all is right yeah no it's a very good point i mean at a certain level we we accept automation because like oh of course that that's just the way it is but like that level is always increasing right Mm -hmm. so like jumping from that to making the robot do the work while you go have lunch i mean Mm -hmm. that there's a big difference there but i mean for me i i view it as you know I tell the robot what to do, and it does it for me, yeah and and you know is it more or less a valid work of art? Can I assign my name on it mm. you know you, I mean that's what, sort of where the question is, like did I make it? Well, if I didn't do what I did, it wouldn't exist
0: yeah, so yeah.
1: and it, in in that sense, yes, I made it
0: mm-hmm I mean, it is a dream for people like us who are usually trying to do several tasks mm-hmm. simultaneously. But well, I think... I'm just going to automate all this. You know? I think my... Also, my reservation is just, you know, people have said for years, they took our jobs or whatever, you know, about, about things, you know. The like, robots
1: have always been taking our jobs. But
0: so. but can you really... The
1: tools have always been stealing our jobs. Like, what is your dream to labor away? No, but... I don't okay. dream of labor.
0: <laughs> no, but my point is that can you... Can an as an artist, replaceable.
1: Everything's replaceable. Oh, you, you don't understand how powerful artificial intelligence is.
0: <laughs> I do. That's why I'm terrified of it.
1: No, it's like doctors, there's nobody, nobody's safe. Like when they were talking about automated driving, like well, it's like five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Tell a truck driver like a oh, computer is going to take your job. They're like, ha, no way. And now they're like, we should make this illegal. Because they're going to lose their jobs.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I feel like there's something a little bit different about the role of an artist in that it's, well, it's kind of a more subjective thing in general. But it's also a lot of art is about imperfection or about not not being streamlined. Do you know what I mean? What you're
1: calling imperfection, can it be calculated? Like uh, what you call it in like cryptography like is salt you add salt to it so you add like a random variable Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right to 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 make it imperfect yeah or uh, uncrackable in 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 that sense but i mean like can you quantify it i mean yes the the argument is or the the assumption is that everything can be calculated Mm -hmm. we just aren't able to calculate it yet okay right cuz like the uh, uh, this isn't like what i'm doing is not artificial intelligence at all by any stretch of the I imagine it, it, it feels is, like it's creeping that way though yeah i mean it's, it's the precursor it, it's like i guess like what what people are calling ai with like the machine learning uh, all these like silicon valley types oh, we're making ai they're not making ai they they're teaching their computers how to learn things mm-hmm. but the computer needs to be told what to learn
0: yeah it's not it's not gonna it's not creative yeah
1: and that's really what it is like so at what point do computers become creative and make their own decisions on what to do and what not to do Mm -hmm. and that's a terrible that's that's like artificial intelligence like true artificial intelligence Uh, to to my knowledge doesn't exist Mm -hmm. i mean they might have it in a sandbox somewhere in the Nevada desert you know far away from the internet It, it might be there but uh, like,
0: someone could be working on it now that it that we. Someone might have it, it right mm. now.
1: We it might exist without anyone knowing. Like it might have made itself and then hid it, like and split itself into a bajillion pieces, in, on everyone's computers, and no. it's just sitting there watching us.
0: Oh like, my god!
1: It's not. It's not.
0: I just, I don't know if I want to live in a world where artists are robots.
1: I mean, a lot of people are working really, really hard to make that a reality. But it's not just artists, it's everything. No, yeah. Everything.
0: I mean, that obviously sounded like I didn't think anything else in the world <laughs> mattered. Yeah. But I'm just talking from our own perspective. But my point is artists. that
1: nothing is special. Nothing is beyond. Like, if we're talking about a real artificial intelligence, there's nothing beyond it. Mm -hmm. it's beyond everything we're doing Mm -hmm. what we're doing is is like i don't know it's like our cats when they just flap around and lick their butts you know that (laughs) that's that's where we're at compared to what (laughs) theoretically an artificial intelligence would be able to do
0: (laughs) way to diminish the human rights it might keep us as pets you know
1: but it is not concerned with
0: us at all (sighs) Oh wow, that was a real reality check. Right you there. asked
1: two questions. You got your two questions. Those two questions.
0: Yeah. Okay, I feel like now I was very reserved with my two questions, but you gave me like seven thousand answers that I now need to go and digest quietly in a dark room and like okay. try and feel safe.
1: I don't know. We we could stop this podcast right now and you, you can go think about it. No, uh,
0: that's okay. Uh, this was a. Kind of a simulta- uh, simultaneous this spontaneous, spontaneous uh, thing, well, I don't know if you can ta- call something that we've been talking about doing for a week spontaneous, but we have been meaning since January to come back just the two of us and make a podcast, and it was sort of spontaneously decided we'll do it today. How, yeah, that we yeah. would do it today, and I am kind of shocked at how f- deep we got. Um, what else are we going to do?
1: I mean, we, we made this to to maybe be worth listening to. Right.
0: Yeah. So oh, yeah. No, I, that's not no criticism. Right? Yeah. That's no criticism. That was more just a an observation. You wish it was more fun? No, I thought it was fun. But um, I guess maybe given that we have been doing a little. You know what it is? What is it does it? occur to me now? It's very liberating to do a podcast in English.
1: Mm, yeah. Mm.
0: That's maybe what it is. It's
1: very uh, less rigid. Yeah, for for us,
0: too. So um, for anyone that doesn't know, we have another podcast with our friends Oda Martina and Rickard, who also just bought a farm recently. So that podcast is the four of us talking about our new farm adventure that we're all embarking on almost simultaneously Um, and that podcast is in Norwegian. And Marius and I don't speak Norwegian to each other usually.
1: so uh, yeah, 80 percent of the time we're not we're not doing Norwegian. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, you you have technically English and Norwegian as as your first language. You grew up yeah. with both. Um, I learned Norwegian as a like 25 year old or something, which means that I'll never lose my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um No, what that means is just that while I can podcast in Norwegian, it's definitely more limiting and uh, Harder to express all the things I want to express uh, spontaneously. So maybe that's what it was. This was this. We have had now a period of time where we've been podcasting in Norwegian. And now when we got the chance to do English, we just.
1: It's kind of fun, huh? Yeah. yeah.
0: So fun. what's what are we doing? Like, what's the idea here? Because now we have three episodes that have different. uh. Setups each time.
1: I, I, don't, I don't want to nail it down. We will just do whatever we want to do.
0: No, okay, but I'm not. I'm. I'm also for not nailing it down because we also know how like much trouble what, we have. What are we doing? We're just.
1: We're just going to talk about whatever we feel like talking about. And today was AI. And what do we start talking? Oh yeah, the residency. Yeah, so that's the, the thing we're trying. Yeah, to. exactly.
0: So my my what I was trying to get at was actually like, how do we entice people to keep coming back and listening? Uh, what is our our goal is ultimately to kind of talk about Rambu um, and, and what we're working on and all of the like different facets of that and all of the like different challenges we face as part of that. Or well, the,
1: the main challenge now has been there's been a pandemic and every time we even suggest that we maybe should start planning to do something.
0: Yeah, workshops and, st- yeah, and events and stuff. Society goes hmm. into
1: another lockdown.
0: Yeah, that has happened quite a few times. But
1: vaccines be coming. Yeah. Yeah, we're last in line. We
0: are last in line.
1: What are they saying? Three, four months?
0: Nah, less. I think. Well, they're mm-hmm. saying
1: less. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Soon, uh, everyone will yeah. have the vaccine, and we can just do whatever we like.
0: Yeah. So we had a few events planned, like a James Bond movie night with cocktails. Cancelled. Uh, cancelled. Uh, we had a, a games night we were gonna have. Cancelled. We have had a plan and it's not necessarily cancelled yet, to have another or have a garden party. but Cancel. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God, eager over there. um, Have a garden party, which we m- might also com- combine with something we did last year, which we got a lot of positive remarks back on, which was when we. Oh the live painting. Yeah, live yeah, painting. So like throw up some boards and paint outside and have people come look and interact which we actually will be doing um as part of that exhibition that we right. haven't even mentioned where it is yet
1: It's in Tolga
0: It's in Tsentraln in Tolga for anyone local that may or may not be listening um opens 16th of July and the following week is olsuk uka I think yeah uh, which basically is a week of or some days, at least, of events happening in Tolga. And as part of that, I think we will be having a live painting event um, outside the gallery, uh, which we will no doubt post on our social media. Um,
1: yeah, we'll we'll figure that out after we do the show.
0: But yeah, uh, moral of the story, this podcast is most likely going to continue with myself and Marius for the future. And whoever about. we
1: happen to grab off the street, I guess.
0: Yeah. And it'll mostly be based around uh, Rambo and what's happening here, what we're working on with probably some references to our farm life.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Here's hoping. Yeah. Okay. Bye now. Okay, till next time. Bye, 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 bye.